Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Emmanuel. I'm Oluwani Femi. I'm Chingosri. And I'm Bolo. Yeah, so how was our weekend? Hope we had a splendid, awesome weekend. weekend. <laughs> Do you want me to talk about it? Not too long. Yeah, Do you want me to talk about it? Don't save time, save time, save okay, time. Okay, we are <laughs> Tech Point African Blockchain Summit. Was last Tabs weekend 22. and that was my weekend it was splendid they said i should not talk too much so let me leave it there <laughs> okay yeah so uh, if you were not at tab summit and you couldn't follow us online you missed a lot you can still watch a replay of this uh, main sessions on youtube yeah but it was quite an interesting one and there were some interesting talking points from that event but we're not going to go into that now you have to stay to at least the middle of this podcast to hear some of the tidbits from that event but before going on, we have an update from last week. Last week we talked about, we talked, we ranted, we banted <laughs> about AutoCheck and their business model and uh, based off a survey from TechNest saying these guys make up to 150% interest on cars compared to what you would normally get it if you walk up to a shop in the streets of Lagos or in the streets of Nigeria. And we get, began to interrogate the whole concept of buy now, pay later, especially for cars. There's a huge market there. But yeah, after listening to our podcast, AutoCheck decided that no, we can't let this slide. They reached out to <laughs> us and said, You guys should come and listen to Let's come and talk together. So, Chingo's dream actually had to talk to them. I hope they didn't bite your ear off. <laughs> no, they actually very. Just, just in, an interesting conversation. Okay. Uh, but the major takeaway is that um, buy now, pay later for cars is not exactly for everybody right now. So we actually said that it's the rates that, that we're offering were kind of high for the average Nigerian. But um, and it's true, it's high. But one of the things that I spoke to. Um, the CFO, um, AutoCheck CFO, GD, and one of the things he mentioned is that what they are doing now enables people's lifestyles. So, for example, if you wanted to actually buy a car that's worth five million naira, with AutoCheck's car financing, you don't have to wait until you have five million naira. So maybe you just have two million naira. You can now go ahead. Pay, I think you need to pay 30% upfront and then you get a car financing loan that covers the rest. So you if two million naira is what you have, but you really want to get a car for five million naira, you can now pay two million naira, get your car, get home, and then you pay you choose a financing option that that suits you. So one of the one of the things that we had that we talked about was how do they arrive at this price? We talked about the fact that their cars are usually um, higher the costs are like higher than what you get especially online and it's still higher i did a little more research comparing instagram and twitter vendors their prices with uh, what they have mm-hmm. and it's still higher but they explained how they or he explained how they arrive at that price and um, it actually makes sense so he he talked about some of the things that they consider when they're arriving at prices so Yes, yeah, yeah. Understand that our business model is a marketplace. So by marketplace, it means typically replicating what you would see physically, where the inventory that you see on the website are not ours. They are for dealers. Um, and the dealers would lease their vehicle on the platform. 
So it's just what you through. So typically, the process is uh, we onboard the dealers, the dealers, all the inventory that you see on the website go through an inspection process. So which is essentially solving the transparency issue. So from what you just mentioned, um, they have like a process that they use to. Okay. So before you even up- upload any car on the platform. They have to do a lot of checks. So first of all, they are checking the roadworthiness of the vehicle. Does it have any defects? So these are things that your mechanic or maybe a trusted friend or just anybody would have had to do for you previously. But now AutoCheck does that. They take on that responsibility. They check it out and then they put it up on the platform. So if you walk around Lagos, you're going to see a lot of AutoCheck signages. So they're actually working with a lot of dealers. So what I'm just thinking about is, okay, these dealers put up cars online for a specific price mm. and then go on auto check and they put a significantly higher cost. So the way platforms like auto check make money is that they they charge a percentage from the car dealers to facilitate this transaction. So perhaps this is the reason their cars are more costly than you would ordinarily get because if I walk into a, a dealer's shop, then he doesn't have to pay anybody for bringing me there, except someone did. He doesn't have to pay anybody. But now, since AutoCheck is basically a marketplace, and um, the way the, the marketplace model works is they take a commission for bringing you. So I think that explains that. But something else he talked about is the interest rate, which was something we were... I was going there. Yes. Because all this one you are saying, I say like, <laughs> tell us about the interest rate. Okay, so the interest rate is probably what you will be concerned about. But first of all, Quick disclaimer, auto checks is when they started out, a lot of the interest rates of available on the platform was like 25%, but it has come down to about 18 to 20%. You will still get that 25%, but most of them are around the 20% mark. And the reason you have this is they are not exactly the ones financing these cars. They work with partners. So when you check the website and you try to, or the app, and you try to like get car financing, you see that they are talking like they show you the partners they have financial partners so they're basically partnering with other financial institutions banks probably some fintechs i'm not sure so they it's are, out of their hands yes in a way it is out of their hands so the what happens is yes they are providing the marketplace on one hand but they're also providing the marketplace of car insurance so car already you probably know that some banks are already offering car financing options so mm-hmm. this is what they are doing they are bringing all the car financing options to you on their platform mm. and then so you now choose which one works uh, for so you so we should blame the banks and financiers uh, yes but something you said is interesting and i think it's something you should also consider banks and any financial institution they set interest rates based on the business reality so last week we were talking about interest rate in places like america three percent to eight percent mm-hmm. makes sense because you're not spending most of your money buying diesel as mm-hmm. a banker yeah but here in nigeria you're doing that and so they have to transfer that cost to you it's mm-hmm. standard practice anywhere in the world so based on that that's the reason why for example you get a better interest rate on piggy vest than you will get from your commercial bank say gt bank or whoever so that's the reason why their interest rates are higher and they, something occurred to me while i was listening to him perhaps considering as um, fintech startups run an asset like model probably if they get into the market we might have lower interest rates i don't know 
that could be one of the things that helps to bring that down. Mm, that's a valid point, but a counterpoint would be okay in the case of Piggyverse, Piggyverse has higher interest rate. They like yeah. give you higher interest rate, right? Mm. Than your commercial banks. But yeah. on the flip side, when it comes to lending tech companies like uh who call them lending tech or digital lending companies like mm. Fair Money and Carbon, they yeah. have higher interest rates than banks. Than banks when really? it comes to giving out loans. Like oh. when you want to repay the loans, you have to pay more. Than you would normally pay for, say, QuickBooks or Access Bank or GT Bank's uh, uh, credit feature. So, GT Bank, the last time I checked, has like the lowest interest rate for any lending provider. Okay. So, yeah, where is that cost being passed to? Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. So that's this. This are the, I, I like that. Uh, I actually need to appreciate the AutoCheck team for reaching out and actually clarifying this uh, point because, mm. yeah, car financing is a very, very huge market. Very, very huge. There's yeah. a lot of potential. The used for, car market in particular. Yeah, used car market. So, but that's that's a whole lot. And uh, I think this conversation is a lot more sane than <laughs> the one we had last week. We just giving bad words, but yeah, this... Mm. And uh, so it's very interesting. But moving on from that, we should also think about our blockchain summit, which yeah. happened over the weekend. Like I, like Nifemi was saying, not me. Yeah. It, it was a whole lot. But the key point we want to actually address, you can find the videos online if you want to check it out, is the SEC regulations. Last week, Bolu held out on us <laughs> when he talked about the yeah. SEC regulations. When we discovered that, a Nigerian crypto exchange CEO cannot stay more than 10 years in office. I mean, it has turned to a political seat. <laughs> How yes. manage? All right. So, like Emmanuel just said, I left out some really interesting details from SEC's. We should rules. apologize. I'm, I'm really sorry about Better. that. Better. <laughs> All right. So, SEC made some very interesting rules over the weekend before last weekend. And I left out some things when I discussed them, and some of those things were actually discussed at our Tech Point Africa Blockchain Summit in the panel session that Emmanuel held, uh, which is Web3 and Regulation, Finding the Meeting Point. So one of mm. those interesting things Funny is... <laughs> <laughs> so one of those interesting things is the amount of paid-up capital, one, that's one of those, amount of paid-up capital that crypto exchanges actually need to have in order to be registered, which is 500 million naira. That's very steep when you think about it. And then there's also the issue of crypto exchange CEOs not being able to stay for more than 10 years in, as CEO in any exchange. So, what? <laughs> yes. It sounds funny. Sounds strange, or is it not? Why? Why? It, it does. What's it the does rationale actually. behind that? When you think about it, the model really does resemble the same model that we have in the Nigerian Stock Exchange. So you oh. notice that in the Nigerian Stock Exchange, CEOs don't stay above a particular time limit. There's like a time limit which they can stay. But when you think about it, it's much more different. We have several crypto exchanges, right? Mm-hmm. Crypto, they are startups, they are companies. It's not just one um, Nigerian stock exchange. So, are you now telling me that once I start my company, <laughs> once one month after ten exactly? Years. <laughs> I, I mean, you I become sh- a serial entrepreneur. They are forcing you to become one. Mm-hmm. I launch a crypto exchange. Not everybody. Not everybody. Nah, please don't talk about silver <laughs> lining here. Not everybody <laughs> wants to be a serial entrepreneur. If I find that one and he's doing well. <laughs> 
and I'm making money. Please be a proud, be a proud father and live. <laughs> Let your your cheeks it's out to fly. <laughs> it's, <laughs> very, come on. it's 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 not a democratic government. Please. <laughs> no, so if if they do that, I think they have a reason. So why do they do that? That's one of the questions that I have. Like, why are they putting that? Okay, so we could not reach the SEC like we wanted them to. We actually wanted them to come for the event, but unfortunately, they did not come. But the panelists we had actually had some things to say about a lot of the things um, the SEC said. And one of them is Chimizie Chuta, the founder of Blockchain Nigeria User Group. I think we should listen to what he had to say. Okay. Uh, they have not looked at the broader perspective and um, thought of how they can encourage local innovation. Because directly, the, the amounts of money that have been stipulated for exit operators directly exclude, excludes local participants who may not be able to mm. come up with that amount of money okay and of course in our effort to help them when we got those drafts we made inputs and we made suggestions that of course they ignored all right so, so ignored. <laughs> yes well it might seem like chimese is throwing the SEC under the bus senator <laughs> in actually had something different to say about um the SEC's rules let's listen to senator it's pretty progressive let's not forget that before now there has been no official recognition of virtual asset service providers in this country not a single entity of the government has taken a step such as the step taken by the SEC to say that we now officially recognize a sector called the virtual assets okay so what senator was trying the point he was trying to prove is that see this is the first time we actually seen something like this being created so, so he's trying to say, appreciate what you have yeah, exactly. now so we so, can go <laughs> ahead exactly. from here. Exactly. Okay, so what we are starting from is, okay, a Nigerian regulatory agency has recognized exactly. us. Exactly. I'm even saying us. I've recognized <laughs> the <Web> three community <laughs> in Nigeria, right? Oh, so you are part of us. Why do this? Yes, and and I think it's it's really important. And like I said last week, this when you look at that, the rules that they issued, you see... A level of understanding of the crypto market of web3 of this space that we've not seen that we've never seen in the country you know we've never seen a move like that from anyone from anyone in the regulatory space and i think we should appreciate that and uh, we, we do have time to play more comments from other other panelists but you know this is the first draft we'll see things get better and this is actually quite commendable though there are some drawbacks there are some things they left out, like Timmy said. They didn't look at the bigger picture, but I'm sure that this is this is just a sign that better things are to come. And I'm sure that by the time the SEC will be issuing probably uh, other regulations and other rules, we will actually see something better. Hmm. Okay, yeah, like Bolu said, the, uh, this is, this is just the starting point, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, of course, the panel session was a whole lot more. Like it has, it was loaded. We didn't even bring in the clips from Buki Ogunshaki and Yomi Bulowamo of Nara X, the head of the growth of Nara X, and they actually brought a whole balance take yeah. the whole crypto and web3 space as we know it including nft so if you are what, listening to this just head over to our youtube channel to watch the entire session 
and of course you also find the hackathon session there but yeah that's if you can't see some of the other sessions we advertise online that's because we reserved it for people who actually came physically and uh, so <laughs> next time pay for events okay so <laughs> okay so yeah that was that was an interesting one and this is just the beginning for web3 let's not forget but talking about regulations and the beginning of new beginnings <laughs> i saw something just now and uh, it's saying the nigerian government want to introduce a tax for healthcare okay so yeah. let, let me explain let me explain okay calm down calm down <laughs> calm down everybody on the make calm down now okay so yes <laughs> yes nigerian the nigerian government wants to introduce a nine percent tax on all your phone calls to be able to fund health care for the less privileged for the vulnerable the pregnant woman the hmm. children below the age of five and apparently this would amount to about 90 billion naira annually Jesus. 90 billion naira I, annually i don't want to be can a, i talk now wait wait let, let now. me just I, 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 don't, I don't want to be a, I, I don't know what to call it now but the first thing that came to my mind was waiting concern <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's a good for a good cause but I don't know. I, I don't trust one. I don't trust the Nigerian government. I, so this is a law, right? This is, to... this is a law. Wait now. Ah, can you push it calm down? See the way your bodies are hot. <laughs> this is a new law mm. that the Nigerian government is trying to pass into law. Sorry. Oname, I'm sorry. The new law is stated in the new National Health Insurance Authority Bill 2021, which was signed by President Muhammad Buhari last week. Okay. So as this was signed, it would mean that... 11 cobo per second which is the average call they will be adding nine percent tax to it mm -hmm. then every nigerian resident every resident in nigeria will be mandated to get health care insurance. insurance yes interesting so okay yeah you guys fire on fire on. I'm I'm starting to okay. see okay you have mic sorry she's, she's <laughs> our producer you keep hearing me mention on me so uh, okay what i want to say now is okay two questions okay i like this course that they are trying to push pursue with this new development else for as for the vulnerable but i'm wondering the existing tax income tax mm -hmm. um personal income tax then. tax yeah. that you pay on the goods you buy yes all yeah. those ones mm -hmm. where does it go to what do they use it for? For the provision One. of goods and services. One. Two. Why the focus on telecommunication? Don't forget that this telecommunication have been affected by the increased in, VAT. In VAT, yes. Yes. They are also it's one of the um, services provided, so they've been already affected. They're already affected by that incre increment in tax. Mm -hmm. Why the focus on telecommunication? Those are my questions. So okay. still doesn't mean that when you <laughs> get answers to that question. Okay. Because okay, let, come to take think of it. Let's let's talk about NHIS, mm. National Health Insurance yes. Scheme. The very vivid memory I have of it was my parents using it. it good for me then. I don't think I was I was the only child of my parent that was less than eighteen years. Because it's for people less than 18 and for people older than 50, I guess. 
if I'm if uh, I don't know if I'm I'm right with that. But my parents were the ones that really used NHIS and they were there were issues they faced to the extent that if you enter a hospital today with another insurance scheme, health insurance scheme like a private HMO, mm. they, they will put you in the same box with NHIS and treat you as if um, you came with NHIS by not giving you the right treatment you're supposed to get. So by not offering you the right drugs that you're supposed to get because they keep getting old. Like somebody will come and get service in your hospital under NHIS and they don't get paid. That is the kind of precedence that NHIS has laid down. Mm. Now you are not saying you want extra tax to to cover this loophole that you have. You are the one that created it. How do you want us to trust you with that? Mm. So right. not, they are not asking you to trust them. They're just telling you what, it's not simply asking for you. First of all, but let's start with the focus on health and the focus on telecommunications. Okay. So healthcare is they, they say health is wealth, right? And and that's the truth. And um, I think if I was going to tax anybody in Nigeria, and I'm looking for two places to direct hmm. that tax to, it would be education, healthcare, because we don't have health insurance. I think about, insurance. generally we don't have insurance, mm-hmm. but health insurance is very low. So that means that infant mortality, for example, is going to keep on going higher. Maternal mortality is also going to keep on going higher. People are going to be dying because of easily pre- preventable diseases, because the truth is um, Healthcare is not the major. It's not really the big sicknesses that kill people. Funny enough, it's not even cancer mm-hmm. that kills people the most. It's, it's malaria, HIV, and AIDS. So if we can provide you insurance to cover stuff like this, then we can reduce death rates from some of these um, illnesses. But I think why health? Why telecommunications? Okay, you just you saw over the weekend that MTN is now worth more than. Almost all the banks, Abi, something like that. Yep. So it's one of the most valuable companies in the country. That also shows you that the industry itself is making a whole lot of money. Mm. Well, well, yes. So you guys, um, to whom much is given, much is expected. <laughs> okay. So, it so is for not from the telecommunication companies. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. MTN true. is making a lot of money. They're yeah. the most valuable company mm-hmm. in. The, okay, they're one of the most valuable companies in Nigeria, right? Mm-hmm. Are they taking a tax from MTN? No. No, it's, it's not it's directly from, from Nigerians. MTN. It's from Nigerians. It's from Nigerians. Yeah, so and it's, not, it's even from the vulnerable Nigerians that they want to take care of. They're not really taking it from vulnerable Nigerians. Every, it's, from, see, it's from everybody. If you look at telecommunication Nigerians. revenue, it comes mainly from voice calls. Mm, okay. okay. Right? Yeah. So now, everybody make calls. Even if you are with a low-end phone, you make you calls. Make calls yeah. So... They are taking the tax, also taking the tax from the vulnerable, the less privileged. Okay. So, what so are we talking about here? Are you are you saying we shouldn't tax the vulnerable and less privileged? I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm talking about what you are taxing already. What are you using it for? So, that argument is valid. What are you doing with what you're taking? But we cannot also say, okay, no, but, um, the government should not increase tax bracket simply because okay. they are not doing anything. Because this is 2022, right? Right in Nigeria. Next year is an election year. Try and hold out hope that that a new administration might prioritize that uh, particular sector. Now, if they come and they don't have 
this structure set up, mm-hmm. they probably have to look for a way to make money. Because the truth is, first of all, Nigeria doesn't make as much money as we need, which means any avenue to make more money. Okay, that takes us to our last week discussion yeah. about Nigeria is also facing the same thing that every other economy is facing, right? They are looking for more money, mm-hmm. right? Which was what NCC's leaked letter to telecommunication companies, which we discussed last week too. Yeah. It seems like I'm just wondering if this wasn't targeted at telecommunication, what other industry could they have looked to to get money? I won't be giving Nigerian government ideas so that somebody from that industry <laughs> will not come and drag me. No, because I'm but just wondering. Just when you make do with what you have and people can trust you like even if you not come with the uh, excuse that what you have or it's not enough or we've borrowed money and we, de- we are in debt to for till the fourth generation no? and then you now tell us that we, we need more tax to offset some of these our expenses we understand but what we are paying already what are you using for we can't even see good roads yeah, we can't yeah. see electricity valid, we can't a, valid arguments but it still doesn't stop the fact that we need to generate more income uh, also, is it is it because? Are you the, working with the government? No, so I'm leaving you guys to just trash it. Is it is, Ma'am, it, is it because? Are they promising you an appointment? Wait, appointment. I, I have one counter question for you, Nifemi. Okay. Is it because the ones they are collecting already is not enough that we are not seeing anything? That's what I'm trying to say. You can't. Ac- they can't even account. Account. No, you like can't you're account. saying, we can't account. But is it that we are not collecting enough? That's why you're not seeing. So, so yes, we, you know, we discussed before that there are loop- loopholes in tax collection in Nigeria. Yes. We understand that mm. when when you talk about the ratio of GDP yes. to tax collected mm. in Nigeria, it is very low, yeah, right? Yeah. We understand that fact. But what you should be working towards is bridging that gap. What is causing the loophole? between you collecting tax and between the number of your citizens and the number of people that have money in the country to give. Okay. You have to bridge that gap, not yeah, looking so for more avenues can, to collect the money so that we keep entering the ground. All of this at the same time. There's nobody that is saying... Did they tell you they have plans for it? So if you want to bridge that gap, so I will come and tell you, oh, I have plans to plug... Like, it doesn't make any sense for them to spell out everything. This... The reason they are telling you this is okay. Costs are about to get marginally costlier. That's why we are telling you. You say marginally. Yes. That nine percent on every call. Okay, do the math. I don't. No, somebody have done the math for. They said in a year. Yes. How much would would no, be generated? No, no, I'm talking about you yourself. Like how much? Like yes, it's more money, right? So I'm paying ten naira for a service. Someone says nine naira extra, right? Sorry, 9% extra. Z- That's 0. like 0.9. 9. 9. Think about it. It's a very marginal increase. Yeah, I think. You no, think. On, so that means on every 10 naira you spend making calls, right? Mm-hmm. It's just an extra. It's not even up to 1 naira. Think about it. Okay. If, 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 the, if the execution for the NIH, NHIS um, program is actually perfect, think about what 90 billion dollars, sorry, 90 million, billion naira could be. I'm not against the cost. So once this is not again. NHIS. I am not against the cost. No, like it's. So it's for what you call health, it again? For health, 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 health insurance. Right. So mm. if it's for health insurance, think about what you could do for health insurance in Nigeria. Okay. Mm. So but Yes, there are possibilities, but <laughs> I like the cost. Health yeah. is wealth. I know what I've enjoyed with health insurance with my um you with know my current work. I, I actually have a, a totally different experience of NHIS. Oh, you so did. you enjoyed NHIS? I so I, it was it wasn't directly like 
they told me to get registered university, but I don't fall sick frequently. So I was like, what's the use? But everybody that, most of the people in my school who went there, a lot of them were able... So yes, the quality of service was not like 100%, but a lot of them could have had... They would have paid significantly higher if they did not have NHIS. Yeah, insurance. I guess. I understand. I, I've, I've enjoyed health insurance, not NHIS, by the way, because by the time I was 18, I, I didn't... I wasn't falling sick, but my parents enjoyed it. I understand the fact. Yeah. But we. I, I just want to be assured... I just want to be assured that this 19 $90 million dollars, right? Or 90 million naira. Mm, billion billion, billion naira. Okay, yeah. 90 billion naira mm. would mm. go. Okay, unfortunately, okay. I can't give you that assurance. But one thing I just that, need the assurance. That, that's the only thing. So, I don't uh, have any. Okay, I'll okay, never so call again. No, nobody. Okay, I'm not giving what's up call Okay, so, but the reality is no one can actually guarantee that this money will be used for the right means, right? Yeah. But I'm wondering why they decide to go through the telecommunications route. Uh, probably that's because it's the lowest hanging fruit. I mm-hmm. mean, the UK has a national health insurance scheme yeah. and everyone above 16 and earning a certain amount of money 190 pounds a week mm. you are supposed to be paying a fee for health insurance yeah. so it helps provide health services a national health insurance for everybody and according to what i saw is the second largest source of tax revenue for the uk government Mm-hmm. That's health issue. That, so we have income tax, that is personal income and corporate income. Yeah. Then we have the national insurance scheme. Then we also have VAT. Okay. Those are the three major sources of tax revenue for the UK government. Now, we already have VAT, which they're already charging us from yeah. telecom services. Mm-hmm. We already have the income tax, the personal tax, and all of that. So, so why not just introduce that for people above a certain earning bracket, right? Mm. Why just do it? But I guess it's not much money. But when you think about it, Accumulative. the trust issue is there. It is. Yeah. You have to be very, very tactical about stuff like this. But I think we should come back to this. We should do part two because we have <laughs> almost used up the whole time. Nifemi and Tingozir. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, Onema is already giving me signals that we should end this. So we're ending it here, and uh, let let's know what you think about auto check and your business model. You think it's something that will be useful for you or someone you care about? And uh, the sex regulations. Are you trying to build something in Web three and you don't know what to or what next? Please check out what we talked about. Tell us what you think. Check out our YouTube video. And of course, the tax on telecommunication services for healthcare. Yeah. That's like the strangest. I mean, <laughs> that's the strangest of all the stories we talked about today. And uh, yeah, it's a whole lot. Don't forget our hashtag, the hashtag TechPointAfrica podcast. And you can email us at uh, the email podcast at TechPointAfrica. And if you're listening to us for the first time or you've not been sharing our podcast to people so that you can hear, Bolu, you want to give it a go? Where can I? Uh, Listeners get podcasts. Okay, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Please, Nifemi, do the honors. Stitcher, Spotify, IS Radio, and Podcast Addict, and any, anywhere else you find your podcast. Anywhere else you find your podcast. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye, everyone.